0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There's a a beautiful story that I read <clears throat> recently. There was a, a, bacher, a bar mitzvah bacher. His name was Mayor Simcha Broyer. His father was a in Robin Flapush. Believe now he's no longer. He's, he's in Eretz Israel today. Rebroyer, Pinchas Breuer was a very big Hamukacham and uh, you know he was a, <coughs> a wonderful speaker and a very big uh, Kayach in, in the Rabbonus anyway he had a bar mitzvah boy for a son his name was Meir Simcha and this Meir Simcha Broyer was riding his bike to Yeshiva he had a basket on the back of his bike and he came to Yeshiva one morning for davening and he was about to unload from the basket on the back of his bike his tefillin, he just got a brand new fresh pair of tefillin for his bar mitzvah and lo and behold they were not in the basket they must have jumped out of the basket he must have hit a curb or you know done some shtick and it fell out and it went flying and it wasn't there anymore and he went nuts as you can imagine you know it's one thing if you lose your tefillin when you're eighty years old still not kishmak but when you lose it like a couple of months after your bar mitzvah then it's mamish mamish you know so precious to a to a young boy and you lose it and what are my parents going to say he was so scared and so upset with himself and he went and he tried to retrace his bicycle route and he went all over and he asked his friends to help him look and into stores he went trying desperately to find the villain and couldn't find them. And finally, you know, he had to face the music, he goes home, tells his parents, you know that beautiful parrot villain that you just bought for me a couple of weeks ago yeah, well, it's lost, and, uh, you know, can't find it, so they weren't pleased. They went, and they tried to, again, you know, find any way that they could, call lost and called found, call, gmask, call the police, call, go to, from store to store, door to door. They were not able to find it. They looked for a long time. They were not able to find it, and they were very upset. The father went to a a cipher-macher to a tzvillin-macher and got one of the loner pairs of tzvillin for his son in the meantime, but they were very hopeful that someday, soon, they would be able to find the tzvillin again. What happened was, where did those tzvillin go? The tzvillin were on a curb, and a Russian lady, a a Jewish lady that she wasn't from, she was a Russian immigrant, an older woman, she had her little shopping cart in, in Brooklyn and she was walking down the street, she sees a nice velvet bag she didn't really know what it was and she put it in her shopping cart and then later as she went home she uh, takes it out and she looks that there was filling, she vaguely understood this, this is a Jewish item, it's a religious item, she she, she knew from nothing but she had a ten-year-old grandson and who, go, who went to a yeshiva, a Russian boy who went to a Russian yeshiva in Brooklyn, and she said, Maybe he'll be able to help me get this back to the right owner. So it didn't say Mayor Simcha Breuer on the phone, it just said Mayor Simcha. So that made it all the more difficult to track down who it was. But the son brought this pair the grandson brought the pair of into his Rebbe in this yeshiva that he went to. And he gave it to his Rebbe, told the rabbi, my grandmother found this pair of fill maybe you could find the proper owner. And the rabbi says, yes, yeah, I'm going to try to do whatever I can, somebody's probably desperately looking for it, and the Rebbe put it in one, of, in one of the drawers of his desk, and as could be expected sometimes, you know, even Rebbeim could sometimes be absent-minded, and he forgot about it. Forgot all about the fill-in one week. Two weeks goes by, nothing's happening, the are just sitting there collecting dust in the drawer. A few weeks later this Rebbe is giving a shear to his Russian Talmidim about tefillin and he's describing what they are and the sight of tefillin and what they look like and these boys, remember they came from you know, non-religious homes, their parents, grandparents haven't seen tefillin for 70 years so they were intrigued, they wanted to see and he's like kicking himself, why didn't I bring my own pair from home? It would have made the lesson so much clearer for these boys. And all of a sudden it triggered in his mind that, wait a minute, I have a pair of fill in my drawer. And he opens up the drawer, sure enough that mayors or fill are there, and he carefully takes them out, and he shows the boys what it's fill yeah, Yad looks like, what it's tefillin Rush looks like, and the boys were mesmerized. They were so enthralled, wow, the shiny ritzues and the beautiful tefillin and the, the batim and the, and they wanted to touch it themselves. He says, no, you can't really touch it because it's not ours and we have to be very careful with it. But then he remembered, you know, I have to get this tefillin back to somebody. So as he was looking through the tefillin, he saw that the cipher who checked the tefillin lived in Brooklyn. He says, his number was there. So he calls up the cipher, he has a lead now, calls up the cipher and he says to the cipher I have a tefillin, a pair of tefillin that I found By the scroll says in the bag is Mayor Simcha maybe you know who this is I so, says of course I know who it is because Rabbi Breuer himself came into my store to find out if he could borrow a pair of loaner tefillin he was so upset It's lost the tefillin you don't know how happy Rabbi Breuer is going to be and his wife and his son it's going to be a tremendous simcha you did a big mitzvah by returning this lost pair of tefillin so, Rabbi Geller, the name of the Rebbe, calls Rabbi Breuer, the cipher gave him Rabbi Breuer's number, and he says, my name is Rabbi Geller, and I have the pair of your sons filling fill in that he lost. He says, wow, I can't believe it, he was so excited, Rabbi Breuer, he says, don't go anywhere, I'm going to come to your house right now and pick it up. He says, no, 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 I'm, I'm, coming, I'm coming on the way anyway, I'm going to pass by the Ralph's house, I'll be there in a few minutes. So he comes in and they couldn't thank him enough. They didn't believe that they'd ever see this spare again. And the husband and the wife, and they wanted to give him money as a reward. He says, no, 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 it's the mitzvah, and it's, I'm happy to be able to do it. I'm sorry, it took this long. So the mother says, I want to do something nice for you. I mean, you're not going to take money, but you did such a favor for us. Let us do something nice for you. She said, I have a great idea. My husband is a very big rav. And he's a great speaker. Everybody is asking him to speak all over the country, all over the world. He says, how about if my husband comes into your class, into your classroom, and he'll give a little talk to your Talmidim about tefillin. So the rabbi said, that's a fantastic idea. I love that. And so they made a a date that Rabbi Breuer would come to the class and teach these Russian boys a thing or two about tefillin. So Rabbi Breuer comes to the class. And you know, he looks very aristocratic. He has a very—he looks just—he looks very, very chashev. He has a just his whole l'avush, his whole demeanor is very, very chashev. And the boys are very impressed. And he has an accent to boot, which always uh, never hurts. And he um, he says that you know about Tzillin and the sight of Tillin. He says that you see from this story, you know, that you boys helped me out finding this pair of Tzillin, and my son, you see that. The Rebbeinu Shalom always makes sure to return things that are lost to the right owner. Whatever is lost, the Rabbi Shalom somehow, some way, finds a, finds a way to get it back to you. And when he said that, one boy in the back of the hand, in the back of the school, in the back of the class, raises his hand and says, "Can I ask the Rebbe a question?" He says, "Yes." He says, "What about if a person loses his neshama? If a person loses neshama, will the rabbi make sure to return that as well to you? And of course what the boy meant is that he had so many friends and relatives whose neshamas were no longer there. They're completely, completely unaffiliated with, with Kai, with the rabbi nishayalam. Will the rabbi neshayalam return their neshamas as well? And Rabbi Roy was very, very moved by this question and he says, of course, the Rebbein Hashem will even return a person's Neshama. Everything. The Rebbein Hashem returns fill in. The Rebbein Hashem returns to Neshama. Whatever is lost, the Rebbein Hashem somehow, way, makes sure that it gets back to the Baal Abbas. The Breuer later that day got a lift with another rub and flat brush and they were, he was telling over this amazing story from beginning to end and he included this question that this Russian boy had asked him that touched him so and this, this other Rav says, you know, it's a beautiful story I'd like to say it over tonight, there's a vart of a chassan and the chassan was a boy that went off the derech and he's come back to the derech and he's getting married soon his vart is tonight, and I'd like to say over this beautiful story because it so illustrates what, what this boy went through he had a neshama, his neshama got lost the Rabbi Yishlam somehow was able to allow him to find his neshama again, and now he has a simcha. So, he said it over this night with the Roshis of the chassan. he told the Chassan beforehand, of course, that he was going to say such a thing, and he said and everybody in the room was crying, because this is, Mamish, the story of Ms. Chassan's life. And then after that, the Chassan got up and said a story of his own. He said, "I want you to t- I want you to know how amazing the mashal is to the nimshel, Because what happened was that I went off the derech, as everybody here knows. And you know how I got back on the derech? He says, what happened was I was a 15-year-old boy, I had no interest in Yiddishkeit, I had no interest in the rabbinical, and I wanted to find my own way. I went completely off the derech. I went to Eretz and I completely lost shaif as to anything in terms of Torah and Yiddishkeit. But one thing I had, I always held on to my tefillin. My tefillin was something that I always took with me wherever I traveled with them. If, wherever I would go, I would take my tefillin with me. That, for whatever reason, that was something that I, that I had with me. And I always held on to. I didn't put them on necessarily every day, but I always made sure to have them with me. And one day, I went to a beach with my friends in Tel Aviv, and I brought my tefillin with me and we were in a rush, we had to catch the bus and on the bus, all of a sudden I hopped, Oy vey. I forgot my tefillin on the beach and it was too late to go back the bus was already on its way to Yerushalayim and I was very, very upset with myself how could I forget it but then, I forgot about them and life went on I was able to continue my life as a bachar without my tefillin and I, was, I went on my own freeway and I didn't have my tefillin and a year or two later I went into a svarim store with a friend of mine who wanted to buy, you know, some present to bring back home, and I took him to Shearim, and we walked into the svarim store, and I was looking around on the shelves at all the tchotchkes, the souvenirs, the svarim, and all of a sudden something popped out at me, and it was my film. The film that I had <coughs> lost two years ago on the beach in Tel Aviv, somehow, someway, made it back to a store shelf in Meisharim in Yushalayim. And I couldn't believe it. I started crying. I told the store owner, these are my tefillin. And I gave a simmon for it, and he gave it back to me. And because of that, I completely turned my life around, and I became from again. If the Rabbi Nishthalim is able to allow me to rediscover my tefillin, then Akhari was also telling me that I could rediscover my neshama. And so I changed my whole life. And I went and I became from again and I found a, an amazing Beis Yaakov girl I'm getting mad, I'm getting, I just got engaged to. And everyone's here at the Vart. And Baruch Hashem, this is my story, it's Mamish Adla Hafli. What the Rav just said, the story about the Russian boy who was saying that the Tzvillin, I like his Neshama, that he wants to also know that the Rabbi Hashem will return the Neshama just like the Tzvillin. That's Mamish what happened to me. I lost my tefillin. The Rebbe allowed me to find my Tfilin. And that showed me that if I could find my Tfilin, I could find my Neshama as well. And there's one extra connection to the story that on the morning of his Chastah, this was by the Vart, on the morning of his chasna he went with his father to a shtibol in Flatbush. And there was an old blind man that was collecting money inside the shtibol. And the boy said to his father you know that man looks a little familiar and the father looks carefully says yeah you know who that was that was the cipher that's the cipher who wrote your tefillin and they went over to the cipher who wrote the tefillin and they gave him a very big check and they told him the whole story and how his tefillin were the GPS system that enabled his son to come back to the derech and that his son is getting married tonight Kedas Meisheh Yisrael to Abbas Yisrael, and he very much liked if the Seifer himself would come and dance at the Khasna with them. Kachav. This is what Tfillin are. Tfillin are our, our guide in life. We are lost. We are Mamish lost. 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 We are driving in the dark throughout life. We have no way of knowing whether we're going in the right direction or the wrong direction because we are so inundated by Eilam Haza and we are Chumris ourselves. So the Rabbi Yisrael put a neshama in us. But the neshama is also, it lacks the guidance. It can't, it's just so, it's so bombarded by Eilam Haza that even it finds itself lost. So the Rabbi gave us tefillin, And the tefillin give us these Saitas in life. They are giving us instruction, daily instructions... As the GPS tells us which way to go, make a right, make a left, a left, or by me, redirecting, constantly, I always mess up. I'm horrible with the GPS. It's easier for me not to have a GPS. It just takes so much quicker to get there. Um, but that's what the Tzvilin are. are. The Tzvilin are the Yisaitis. The Tzvilin are giving us the directional tracking system that we need to make it back home to the, the Rabbeinu Shalom enjoyed this story come again bring a friend stories